Market. The S&P, the ISX, stocks. This is Motley Fool Money. G'day fools, I'm Scott Phillips, the Motley Fool's Chief Investment Officer here in Australia and welcome back to another in our ever-popular series. I say every week because every week it's true, called Stock of the Week, where we bring you one buy recommendation from the Motley Fool universe. We drag back the curtain, give you a little bit of a glimpse, actually a bit more than a glimpse because we talked to you about the company, why we like it, what the risks are and bottom line, why we think you should buy the shares. So uh, that's something for nothing. Well, I'm going to introduce you to a regular contributor to Stock of the Week, Andrew Leggett. G'day, mate. How are you? Hey, Scott. Looking forward to giving a, another interesting company out to the world of YouTube. <laughs> it should be fun, mate. It should be. Not only YouTube, by the way, this goes live, well, not live, but as live as live gets, to our podcast feed as well. So if you listen to Motley Full Money, this will drop into your podcast feed. If you're currently listening to Motley Full Money and you want to, go to YouTube. If you're on YouTube, make sure you check out the podcast feed. I'll give you details of that later. Andrew, before we get into the company, well, we've already told people it's Catapult the sports analytics company. So let's uh, let's get that out of the way. Before we get into it, my usual run-through, which is boring and boilerplate, but also really important and we think well worth doing. By the way, other people don't do these sort of disclaimers or take this amount of care. I'm not going to bag anyone. I'm just going to say, if you're watching stuff on YouTube or listening to stuff, make sure you understand who's giving you the advice and who you should be listening to or not. Firstly, as I've said before, we give general advice only, not personal advice. So when we say catapult to buy, and we will, uh, know that we're saying it in general and you've got to decide whether it's right for you. That's the first one. Second thing, we reserve the right to change our minds. We're long-term investors. Andrew was saying catapults a buy, he thinks, for the long term. But if something changes tomorrow, next week, next year, to meaningfully change our view of the business or its valuation, and remember that's meaningfully, that's important, then we'll tell you that as well. Lastly, um, if you're watching this later, <laughs> we may have changed our mind since. We are long-term investors, but we may have changed our mind uh, since. Uh, this video and audio go to air. So just just bear that in mind. If you're listening or watching this some months down the track, we're doing this in early August 2021. But if you're doing this sometime down the track, just remember, please, that uh, this was our view at the time. Maybe even by now, we've updated that view. But if you are looking back at this one, just keep that in mind. All right, mate, that's out of the way. It's important. So we did it. Mate, Catapult, not only is it a uh, medieval way to knock down walls, it's also apparently a sports analytics company. Uh, I know a little bit more about it, but you know a heap more about it. So give our viewers and listeners the good oil, mate. What exactly is Catapult? What exactly these days is sports analytics? So Catapult has its roots in the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games where the AIS got together with some other government industry research bodies and came up with a form of technology that they thought would help the Australian Olympic team reach their potential and have a very successful games in Sydney, which they did. So that was where it started. Now, what they've kind of went on to is to become this leading player in sports analytics. Now, what is sports analytics? (laughs) Essentially, you have a sporting team, you have a bunch of people that run around, kick a ball, chase a ball, all of that type of stuff. But in order to get them to do that ball chasing or ball kicking most effectively, you you want to kind of make sure that you have a good handle on you know what their body, what their activity is like. How much are they running? How much, you know, how fast are they running, sprinting, changing direction, all of this stuff. And yeah. what catapult is essentially done is come up with a very good way to capture all of those stats that are increasingly important in a whole range of sports. So, and they can give sports-specific stuff as well. So, um, for example, if in American football they have a whole bunch of metrics 
that they can capture, you know, what the quarterback does along with things just such as, you know, total distance run, Hmm. how much time is spent sprinting, jogging, changing directions, explosivity, all this other stuff that, uh, you know, professional sports teams and stats nerds, sports stats nerds probably (laughs) know and pay attention to. But the vast majority of people when we're watching a sport on TV are just kind of go, wow, that person can run really fast. Uh, But what Catapult is doing is having a really quantitative way of looking at that so that teams, coaches, and everyone can make the best decisions about how that player should be managed. Perhaps they need a rest. You know, are they at risk of injury? All of these important things, which when you're playing, when you're paying some of these, you know, professional athletes millions of dollars a year, it's a worthwhile investment to try and keep them on the park as much as possible. I like that. Mate, I, it just occurred to me that uh, we're doing, this is going to go live on a Wednesday afternoon and it occurs to me that the day before this goes live Tuesday afternoon you have just bought our very first uh, Motley Fool favorite investment book episode of our brand new series you're doing Moneyball and there's a very very nice symmetry between the sports analytics the data nerd stuff you just talked about in Moneyball and where Catapult's got to so there you go viewers and and listeners Uh, if you have already checked it out then great if you haven't uh, make sure you check out yesterday's YouTube video on Moneyball. Uh, just Google Motley Fool Australian Moneyball. I'm sure it'll come up. Um, it's a uh, there you go, mate. You've, you've done a very nice job of tying these two together. I have to ask, was that intentional or was that just just a complete fluke? Complete fluke. And but I will say this, <laughs> nice. funnily enough, uh, for all the talk about catapult, baseball is one of yep. the weaker sports in catapults. Uh, you know, arsenal of yeah. cl- you know yeah. professional sporting team client lists. So. It, it the there book does a great way of acknowledging <laughs> the importance of data in sport, but yeah. Catapult does something very different to what Billy Bean and the likes were doing in Moneyball. <laughs> very good. All right, so two sides of the same coin, mate. Um, let's let's move a little bit forward. So you talked about Catapult really nicely, a a brand new innovative area of sports management, player management, talent management, as you say, hopefully getting maximum value for the fans and also for the club's owners or, or maybe just the club itself if it's not, not for profit or not owned by anybody, but just trying to maximize the, the value it gets from its from its uh, talent on the roster. Let's move now to why we like the company. Now, to some degree, we can say, well, we like it because it does those things, but doing stuff is not enough. Um, I've used the example way more times than I should, but you can love the fact there was plenty more airline flights over the last 50 years, but you still lost a fortune. So just because you like something, just because you can explain it, isn't enough. You can explain Catapult beautifully, but we also like it as an investment. So I'll get, I'll, I guess I'll get you to turn to that now and say, Andrew, why do we like Catapult as an investment specifically? Okay, well, to start off, it has a really strong base. So it's... Well, it, it dominates the Australian market. So you can think of any professional sporting team in Australia, whether it's NRL, AFL, uh, A-League, the Australian Super Rugby teams, hmm. they're all part of Catapult's client list. Right. Now, it's also increasingly, in fact, it's bigger overseas just by nature of you know how much opportunity there is out there as well with North America in particular, a big market. So... Hmm it already has a very strong footing in this industry now. And that's not something you can say for a lot of Australian businesses where you can mm. you can actually say they already have a very strong 
footing not just locally but overseas as well in the in the bigger international markets and they are much bigger than the Australian market is. So that's a start. Mm. Secondly, it is an increasingly growing trend. Now, the life the sport has been a place where player player wages com, in, has been increasing pretty significantly along with uh, the sporting rights paid for television and things like that. And you can see just in some of the really, you know, the tier one players, how much they're bringing in a year. Now, mm. what that means is it is important for these players to stay on the park. And uh, in a sport like basketball, for instance, where your your key player can be st- statistically, you know, calculated to be worth, you know, a significant number of wins across the season, mm, mm. that's a big deal. In you know, you want that player on the park be, or on the the court or whatever sport you choose. Secondly, it's a diversified base, so it's got about three thousand two hundred teams in its client list. Catapult puts the total market at around ten thousand teams, so it's around thirty percent of market share at the moment. But that's three thousand teams, probably teams that you love, probably teams that you follow and teams that you're definitely well aware of across you know, at least 20 different sports. So it's a diversified business base in an emerging industry that is increasingly important because players can only get you so much. You also want to kind of make sure you're signing the right players, you're using them correctly. All of that type of stuff is important in the really big business that is sport. It's all about the edge, right? It's all about finding that, that, that difference between you and the other guy. And sports analytics is increasingly becoming part of that. Or maybe even today with so many cup teams already doing it, you just got to be there just to keep up, let alone try and get ahead, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just to just to stay on the level playing field now. Every team is doing this. Like yeah, right. if like I said 3,200 elite sporting teams use Catapult, others use the competitors, but that's a lot of teams. And I could go down a list and, you know, if, say the Boston Celtics in basketball or the the, Mil- the Milwaukee Bucks who just won the NBA championship, mm. you know, are using it, then if you're the Los Angeles Lakers or so- something like that, you want to make sure that you're not yeah, falling yeah. behind. Also, yeah, in right. you know, when you're trying to sign up new players as well, you want to actually make sure you're making the most informed decision possible. Going back to the Moneyball discussion, that's what they were doing. Yeah. So that's... That's kind of the big picture thing. Now, what is going to drive them forward? Well, like I said, they can continue signing up new teams. Now, they have around 3,200 or so teams signed up to it. They, The management has the market around 10,000. So there's still a lot of teams there, and I don't think a lot of people in Australia really appreciate the North American opportunity. We're used to having the major leagues, your NRLs, your AFLs and things like that. But in America, it is not just your major league baseball, NBAs. They have college leagues, which are big business mm. as well. Mm. You know, billions of dollars is being spent across these these leagues. And your college team in America is just as serious about all of this stuff as your <laughs> right. major league team. And their fan bases rival too, right? If you've seen any college football, I, I don't watch a lot of it, but when I've been in America, I put the TV on on the weekend, 
the college football is almost bigger than the NFL. As you say, the, yeah. the ranges, the, the number of different teams in different leagues, even in those sports across the country is just phenomenal. Yeah, some college teams have stadiums that have a higher capacity than the NFL teams. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah, that's just Amazing. that's just how it is. Uh, yep. Also, what's driving it forward uh, uh, on top of just getting um, these new teams signed up and increasing its client list is increasing the amount of products that it offers. Now, to begin with, Catapult only had one or two two products. They've since, mainly through acquisition, which I'll get to later, grow that list. Uh, now, now what it can offer is basically a whole range of different products. And increasingly, its clients are choosing to have more than one solution, which is another growth option because mm-hmm. there, there is questions as to how far it may be able to grow in getting new teams, but then you can also sell how many solutions that you that you have with your existing client base. Uh, so the Catapult's bread and butter is its GPS trackers. It also has video management, video kind of coaching analysis equipment, uh, player management, welfare, software, and things like this. So these are all extra things that they can use to not only grow as a company, but to also entrench itself inside that team so that that team is less likely to go choose a competitor. What's in software and a lot of people in investing like to call customer retention. Um, and then finally, just in its growth, and I'll summarize this because I know there's been there's been a lot here. Um, Catapult is increasingly going down an acquisition route and acquiring more companies to increase the amount of products, increase the sports it's exposed to. It just completed one that brought motorsport into its into its fold, which oh, is wow. an area, you know that. Okay. a sport that um, Catapult hasn't usually been uh, focused with. But um, I expect that consolidation to continue. Uh, there's a lot of little companies in, in these industries all doing their own little thing and it does make make a lot of sense for, you know, a company to be able to offer a lot of these solutions to its teams rather than having teams needing to deal with three or four or five different companies for little niches of the sports analytics market. So just to summarise, it can increase through through teams and I expect to see it do so. It can sell more of its products to ex- its existing client list it's an industry that is growing and it is linked to sport, which itself is growing as well. It's an important industry, player management, and all these analytical tools are increasingly important when it becomes to when it comes to coaching, managing players, acquiring new players, all of this type of stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, this industry consolidation, which is allowing Catapult to pick up smaller players and build that into its company to become to be able to offer its customers even more motley fool money financial advice for real people not trust fund hippies sign up for the newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple m i'm going to turn to the risks because as as responsible financial advisors that's always important we always give a recommendation with risks to make sure our members normally or our viewers in this case our listeners in this case uh, know what they're getting into if they choose to buy shares in Catapult. Let me lead off with a question, mate, then you can get into the risk you've pre-prepared. I'm sorry if I'm throwing you here. You talk a lot about the growth and about the market size. 
I got to figure at some point Catapult hits some sort of ceiling and yes, keeps growing incrementally by new service, new team, new service, new team. But at some point, there's some sort of stasis or some sort of status quo. Is there enough room left for Catapult to justify the current price given the either the amount of growth left or the limitations on that growth? I think so. And I, I, I don't know this precise multiple that Catapult's on at the moment, but I, last time I looked, it wasn't that expensive. Uh, but looking for, looking, you know, you're right. There is a limit. There's only so many elite sporting teams mm. that can that exist uh, around the world. Especially, mm. you know, some of those are going to also be in markets that probably don't have the investment required to justify spending, right. you know, mm. for on little GPS devices. So th- that is a risk. And I've said that it, it practically already owns most of the Australian market. So there's, I would expect. You know, not so much growth to be coming through that business. The bi- mm. internationally, it's a lot bigger. Uh, again, there are some sports, namely soccer, that it has a really big position in. It's also got. I think it also works with every team in the NFL. Uh, works with most NBA teams. So there are these sports where catapult. Almost, you can you can almost say that catapult owns these markets. Yeah, so right, yeah. that's a great thing in one way. But yeah, like you point out, that does also mean that the places that it has to grow, you know, is less. Thankfully, there are increasingly new sports that are coming into the fold. Uh, you know, we're recording this in August 2021. The Olympics just finished. I had great fun playing spot the catapult device during some of those <laughs> some of those games. I saw it in the hockey, for instance, which isn't one of Catapult's, you know, main sports, but you can easily see why, you know, there's not a lot of difference between hockey as a sport and soccer, just that one uses sticks and the other one uses feet. You you know, the hockey fans and soccer fans right now are yelling things at you through the, uh, through the podcast device or through the YouTube machine, mate, which there's not much difference between the sports, but I'll leave that alone. Let's move on to keep you out of the, uh, the flame reach of, of some diehard fans of those sports. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I used to play soccer. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that, but all right. Yeah, so I, so I distracted you, mate. Let, let hit, me, hit me with the risk you, you've prepared. Okay. Well, that was actually what you discussed was actually one of the risks is how much oh, further, okay. how much further, and it's probably one of the major risks to discuss. So, right. how much further can Catapult grow if it already has a significant foothold in many of its main sports? Now, it has shown that it can go elsewhere, it can get other sports. There's increasingly more lacrosse teams signing up. Uh, we saw, I, I mentioned hockey teams. Uh, you know, baseball is one of its major sports but doesn't have a huge kind of position in there yet. That could grow. Uh, it's also, um, there's also some optionality there. One thing that a lot of people might not realise, and we've been talking about sports analytics, Catapults has also done a deal with the US Navy SEALs to, <laughs> oh, wow. as part of their kind of training training and health That's management process. That's cool, actually. That makes a whole lot so of sense. So there is... There is this optionality yeah. that could help it grow in the future. So yeah, yeah. it is a risk that Catapult has captured a large amount of the market and that's great. I think it can go further and I, I do expect it to continue signing up new teams. It's a big wide world. There's a lot of sports out there and there's sports where a lot – still haven't quite hit the data revolution that, say, the US has been on for a number of years now. 
So that there's still that tailwind. I think it is a risk, but I'm not getting overly concerned about it at this stage. The next thing is competition. Always a risk with every company. Hmm. Competition is also an issue with Catapult and its industry. Uh, I think before the last FIFA World Cup, Catapult lost a number of high-profile clients, including the the Brazilian national team, to a rival from Ireland called Stats Sport. Um, they are also very heavily um, involved in the, the the world of soccer and have a lot of high-profile clients themselves, just as Catapult does. They do something very similar as well. So that is something that will continue need, needing to play out. Uh, I think it makes sense for there to be a competitor. I don't expect there to be lots of different individual players in this market. Uh, once these teams know a solution works, I think I expect them to, for the most part, stay there. So that's the that's the other factor. Um, the final one I'll get to, I've talked about how Catapult has had a lot of acquisitions over the years. Um, I think that will continue. That has meant that Catapult has had to raise a lot of capital. Um, so people, there's probably some investors out there complaining about, you know, share dilution. Uh, we're also in a period where I would say its management team is still relatively new. Um, so we're still needing to kind of see the path they take it on. Previous, before this current CEO, Catapult went down a path of trying to do what they call the prosumer market, um, which is basically consumers who want, to have the same things that elite sports people do. The weekend uh, warriors, that, right? <laughs> yeah, it made complete sense as a business opportunity. Um, we haven't yep. quite seen the results there. You know, mm. we don't know exactly yet. I think it's still early enough days to see where this CEO decides to take Catapult as it is now. Right. Uh, and that also means that how that new management team integrates all these new all these acquisitions that it's done because acquisitions are great uh, they're a great way of buying growth but sometimes you can get a nasty case of indigestion when you try to swallow that and it doesn't quite always pan out well so that's something yes. that we'll also need to watch beautiful mate you've done a nice job of summarizing both the pros and the risks the, the cons uh, I'm gonna give our usual challenge now the 60 second ish elevator pitch. Hit me with the bottom line. Why should, at least as we record now, why should our viewers and listeners be considering buying shares in Catapult? So Catapult have done what a lot of successful Aussie software companies have done. Find a niche Mm. and become a really big player and own that niche. And Catapult has done that. They have the relationships in place with the, the top tier elite sporting teams in the world. Now, on top of that, they are taking advantage of an industry that is growing and increasingly important in its field. And due to its position as one of the leaders, I believe they can continue to grow in that field even further. I think they can acquire and become bigger, improving retention as well. And all of that, because it's a capital light software business for the most part, it does do some hardware, increase profits. And at what I think is a reasonable valuation for it right now, I think Catapult is a great opportunity. 
There you go. Thank you, Andrew. A stunning job as always, mate. You've exemplified the foolish approach to analysis and you bought us a recommendation, a buy recommendation from at least one of our Motley Fool services. Thank you for your time doing that. Now, if you want to follow Andrew on social media, you should do that at Andrew Leggett. Now, while you're there, if you're on Twitter, you can follow me and The Motley Fool on both Twitter and Insta at the same handle. So there's at The Motley Fool AU on Twitter and Instagram or at TMF Scott P on Twitter and Instagram. You can on Facebook as well follow us. Scott Phillips Money is my handle or The Motley Fool Australia is The Fool's handle. If you are not yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, what's keeping you? Make sure you jump onto YouTube. If you're not watching this on YouTube already, jump on YouTube. If you are watching it already, it's very simple. Just hit the like and the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell as well to make sure you don't miss anything. If you're watching this on YouTube but not on the podcast, well, what's keeping you away from that? Just look for Motley Fool Money in your favorite podcast app. Again, hit the subscribe button. Every episode will drop onto your device just like magic. Andrew, thanks again for spending your time with us. Thank you, viewers and listeners, for giving us your time. And hopefully you've enjoyed this insight into Catapult. The code, by the way, is C-A-T on the ASX. It is a current Motley Fool by recommendation. And until next time, from Andrew and I, Fool on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.